Hi there, my name is Carrie Conover and I went from classroom teacher to ed tech leader to CEO in five years. I'm here to share the stories and wisdom of teachers who have successfully transitioned from the classroom to the boardroom. Let me help you let go of the guilt, start building your skills and create your own path to a new career outside of the classroom. Welcome to Classroom to Boardroom. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the very first episode of this brand new podcast, Classroom to Boardroom. Today, I'm going to introduce you to me and let you know who I am, Carrie Conover, the host of this podcast. Then I'm going to talk about what you can expect from this podcast. I'm going to let you know some of the guests that are coming up. And the three main goals of not only the podcast Classroom to Boardroom, but our brand new online course Classroom to Boardroom. Thanks for joining us. So let's get started. If you don't know me, I am the founder and CEO of Educators to Educators. I've been in education for 20 years now, and I've had quite the career path. I want to start with telling you a little bit about my career. So I actually have my undergraduate degree in music, which many people don't know that about me. I have a degree in music. I was a saxophone player. And when I graduated college, the thought was going to be that maybe I would be a band director or a music teacher. And I quickly realized before I graduated, that's not really the path that I wanted to go down and not what really made me happy. I liked performing but I really did not want to teach students in the school setting how to play instruments. I would say having this realization as a senior in college, I feel so blessed by that. I don't always pat myself on the back, but I want to pat my like 22-year-old self for acknowledging that that path, even though I was almost all the way done with my music education degree, was not the path I wanted to go down. And I will say that I think I've set a precedent for myself of being a person who looks deep in my heart and figuring out what is going to make me happy in my career and taking risks that have taken me to magical, amazing places. All of those decisions that I've made have landed me here today, living my best life as the leader of Educators to Educators. So when I realized I didn't want to be a music teacher, I went to one of my college professors and said, help me, like, I need to figure out what I'm going to do now. And he said, well, you know, I know someone who works in the administration part of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Why don't I see if I can get you an internship there? So my senior year during the month of January, we always had that month off and we were required to either go on a service trip or have an internship. So my professor got me an internship working at the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. I worked really hard during that month, and I was so grateful that they actually offered me a position for when I graduated. For three years, I worked as a coordinator of education events at the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. This is where I was really pulled into education. So one of the programs that I was in charge of coordinating was a program called MAP. And I went around to 10 very high need schools within Chicago and helped bring world-class Chicago Symphony Orchestra musicians out to the schools and introduce students who might not normally hear classical music or know much about classical music 
to the CSO musicians. I also ran and coordinated a couple other programs, which brought teachers to the Chicago Symphony Orchestra for professional development, where they learned about integrating music into the general education classroom. It's crazy to think 20 years ago, I was already tapping into my love for professional development of teachers. During that work, as I was going out to schools and I was meeting teachers, I had a pull towards schools. My heart, every time I would go to a school to visit students and teachers and principals, I left so happy. I realized I wanted to be a teacher, just not a music teacher. So I went back to grad school and got my master's in elementary education. So I was certified K-8. And shortly after that, I left my job at the Chicago Symphony Orchestra after three great years and started to teach. I spent 10 years working as a third, fourth, and fifth grade teacher in Chicago public schools. And I'm super proud of those 10 years. I taught at two very different schools. I worked hard. I loved teaching. I feel like I had such great relationships with so many students that still get in touch with me today. During my last few years, I really got involved in educational technology. As a matter of fact, the first iPad came out and Apple came to Chicago Public Schools and said, hey, we want to give iPad carts a full classroom set to teachers throughout the city and have them experiment with them and be part of a cohort. So I joined that cohort and I was one of the first classrooms within the nation that had one-to-one iPad carts. Like I said, I fell in love with educational technology. So there were a couple of things that were just happening in my life all simultaneously that led me to my exit from the classroom. First of all, I had this passion for ed tech. Second of all, my family was growing. I had two young kids and we were thinking about moving to the suburbs of Chicago so we could have a yard and a bigger house for our children. And third, to be totally honest, I was starting to feel like I wasn't being challenged and pushed as a teacher. You're going to hear me talk a lot in this podcast about us all letting go of our guilt that we might be feeling because we are thinking about possibly leaving teaching. So I'm going to talk about that. But for me, I definitely felt that guilt because I thought once I made this career transition to be a teacher, I thought that's what I was going to do forever. But I realized I was starting to get a little bored. Yeah, I said it, bored. I was always really good at challenging myself. And I was always good at standing up at professional development and being a leader and helping other teachers and pushing the teachers within our school building. But I myself wasn't getting pushed. I wasn't feeling that I really had very many people that were pushing me or that I could look up to pedagogically. So all of these things were kind of coming together at once. So we decided to move to the suburbs. And I also was introduced to this company, eSpark Learning. Now, what's interesting about Chicago public schools is you have to live within the city of Chicago to teach in Chicago public schools. And I was torn between keeping this fabulous career where I was impacting students every day and what was best for my family. So ultimately, we decided to make that move, and I couldn't teach in Chicago public schools any longer. I was also introduced to eSpark Learning, where I landed my first job 
as a customer success manager. I spent three years working at eSpark Learning and man, oh, you're going to hear me talk about it over and over. And as I interview people that I worked with at eSpark, those three years were so crucial to even the work I'm doing today. I worked as a customer success manager. Then I was promoted to a strategic account manager. And by the time I left eSpark, I was the director of strategic accounts. I left eSpark because once again, I was hungry to learn more and I wanted to see eSpark was a startup company and I wanted to see a larger, bigger company. So I went to work for Discovery Education. I was the director of customer success at Discovery Education. What a cool opportunity to see behind the scenes of just various, you know, operational things that go on at a larger company. You know, we were affiliated. Obviously, we were part of the Discovery Channel. So it was just so different, such a different experience. If you've listened to our Educators to Educators podcast, you know that tragically, I lost both of my brothers within five years of each other. And my second brother passed away while I was at Discovery Education. I had always known that I was an entrepreneur deep down and that I wanted to build something on my own. And my brother, when he passed away, he was a software engineer. I promised myself that I would take a risk in his honor. He'd always told me that he thought I could go out on my own and build something on my own. And so that's what I did. I started Educators to Educators. So Educators to Educators has been going on for three years now. If you don't know anything about E2E, we host free, very large online virtual conferences for teachers. We have New Year Reboot and Teacher Summer Reboot. And we also have a membership site where teachers can go and view hundreds and hundreds of professional development videos created by teachers for teachers. Educators to Educators has just really taken off and grown. I'm so proud of the work we're doing over there, a combination of teacher mental health and teacher professional development. I could not be more proud of all of our presenters and where we are going in the vision of E2E. But I have to tell you that behind the scenes for these three years, I have continued to maintain and grow my relationships within over 50 ed tech companies, which just blows my mind. And behind the scenes, I've been helping teachers who have come to me and said, hey, Carrie, I know your story. I'm ready to transition out of the classroom. I'm ready for something different. I'm ready to be challenged. And behind the scenes, I've been helping teachers find jobs in ed tech, just like Kristen Harris, who was a classroom teacher. She was then a recruiter for educators to educators part-time. And now she is working at eSpark Learning in their professional development team. She's such an amazing success story and we're gonna have her here on the podcast. What I have realized is that I've been doing all this work behind the scenes and helping teachers individually, but now it's time for me to come together and help teachers collectively that have this desire to make the transition. Not only do we have this podcast where I'm going to share the stories of teachers who are transitioning or have transitioned out of the classroom into an education company, but I'm also going to share stories and interview experts that are going to help you with interviewing and finding jobs. In addition to listening to this podcast, we have a brand new online course, a monthly course called Classroom to Boardroom that we are launching on November 1st, 2020. And that is going to be me month by month getting teachers ready for hiring season and ready to become an employee of an education company. So again, that course is opening November 1st. You can find a link in the show notes if you'd like to learn more about that course. 
But today, I want to talk about letting go of the guilt you may be feeling if you are thinking about leaving the classroom. The first step in taking a risk and making a career change and leaving the classroom is letting go of the guilt. And I want to tell you how I personally let go of that guilt. Over those 10 years, I worked really hard and I was very dedicated to the profession. And I'm so proud of that decade I spent in the classroom, but I have never let myself feel guilty about leaving and making this career change. During those 10 years, I had impact on usually 30 students per year and formed very deep and meaningful relationships with all those students that I'm proud of to this day. But when I left and I started working for eSpark, I instantly had impact on thousands and thousands of students. Over my five-year career in ed tech outside of the classroom, I had an impact on thousands and thousands of teachers, hundreds of thousands of students. And I was personally challenged too. It was like the perfect role for me. I was taking all those talents that I had that I was impacting just in my classroom and at my school, and now I was having a national impact. And that could not have been more rewarding for me. I also got to travel all over the country and see every kind of school district you can imagine. And it really opened my eyes up to what's going on in education, not just in a small suburban school district or a large urban school district, but all over the country. And today with E2E, I get to see that all over the world. I want you to let go of the guilt that you might even feel for listening to this podcast in the first place. Listen, I want happy teachers to stay in the classroom. I absolutely want teachers to stay in the classroom if they're happy. But if you're looking for more, and when I say looking for more, a lot of times I find that teachers or school psychologists, social workers, different various people who work within schools, they think their only step is maybe to become a principal and get their admin license. So they go back and spend thousands and thousands of dollars to go back and get you know, their admin certificate, or they think, oh, I'm going to make millions on Teachers Pay Teachers, or maybe I'm going to supplement my income a little bit and become famous on Instagram and, you know, open this amazing TPT store. And that works for some people. But the truth is, is I really believe that if you want to build a career for yourself outside of being an administrator, there are so many opportunities within education companies. You have the skills that companies are looking to hire. So that is the purpose of Classroom to Boardroom podcast. I'm going to share with you success stories of teachers that let go of the guilt, built and acknowledged the skills they had, and then created a new career path for themselves. Once again, if you are interested in our podcast, make sure you subscribe so that you get notifications when new podcast episodes are released. To you joining me each week for Classroom to Boardroom, welcome to this new podcast. Until next time, my friends, take care. Take care.